Thursday, hallelujah. Why most of us join us yesterday? Um, why most, most of us just joining now? Praise God, hallelujah. So, we're going to be brief, hallelujah. Praise God. I think uh, for I think for two Saturdays now, uh, Pastor Samson has been blessing us. Although I wasn't here, but I was watching online. So on, so praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's actually, can you just leave them for today? Amen. So, um, Pastor Samson has been blessing us so much. I was so refreshed last last, um, last Sunday. I mean, last Saturday. Hallelujah. You know, in summary, that's what he said. I won't say it now. So maybe if I say that, I may give some people expo. Praise God. Sachile, Sachile didn't call me when I traveled. He didn't call me. Pastor uh, Bro Francis didn't call me when I traveled. Even uh, Pastor Francis Jr., but your sins are forgiven. Amen. Praise God. So, uh, what we're going to be doing, um, at least we're going to be sharing, um, you know, Brother Francis, you are looking at your notes. Amen. Okay, you can carry your notes, no other. So, but let's share. Something's in my mind. Um, I, I felt the Lord will have me to, you know, to kind of communicate to us. I believe strongly that it's going to help us um, um, the way forward. So let's um, let's let's um, share. Hallelujah! It's okay. You've already brought your notes. Let's. Okay, statue. Okay, let's hear from me. Where's the ram mic? Okay. Okay. 
Amen. So, um, last week, Pastor Samson um, gave, shared like some insight about fear. Um, okay. So he defined fear, what it means to be afraid, what what fear is, and um, he shared some things with us. And, um, so um, the definition of fear he gave is that um, anything that makes us doubt the the reality of Christ. I mean, with my own understanding, anything that makes us doubt God's promises and who God is. So he shared some tips about um, also what the blessing is. He picked from what Mama. Yeah, since I'm from retreat, yeah. Yes, so he, he explained he explained the connection between the blessing and fear. That fear stops us from receiving the blessings. So I'll just like mention some of the points I personally learned from okay. his teachings. Okay. So um, he said um, when light comes, it's going, light reveals the emptiness of our pursuit. Like what we think is Christ. Yeah. That when light comes, it's, it's kind of like put us into perspective of, oh, is this thing actually like what pursuing? Yeah, and also um, the reason why Christ has given us the Spirit is so that so that we can take fear away. Um, okay. Okay. Also, um, you also mentioned that without fear being taken away properly, without fear being taken away, we cannot serve God properly. So, yeah, it went from um, I think um, from Luke. That we may serve him without fear. Also, he mentioned that our heart needs to be, be prepared for what God wants to do. And what's um, it's from the teaching you from after um, after retreat, the last retreat we had. So, Parasansing was a build up. What Parasansing was um, at last week. So, so. Also, he mentioned that um, godly fear. Equals love for God as well. Like when we have godly fear, that means we love God. Um, during during the meditation meditation session yesterday, okay, I was getting some insights about. Uh, I was getting some insight about. Um, I was getting some insight about. Um. When, if you love someone, you obey their commandment. So, um, if you love God, the the way to, I'm not saying it well, but the way to love God is to obey His commandment. Okay. And from obeying His commandments is to know, oh, what this person like, what this person does not like, and how do I please? Uh, from reading His commandments, mm-hmm. I know how to. Serving more and pleasing more. I don't know. Okay. If. Like to know what he wants or what he don't want, yes. what he likes or what he doesn't like. Yes. Okay. And it's from um, understanding his person from what he has laid down for us. I think I will drop him out there. Okay. Shilly. Okay. It's like, Shilly, were you around last week? I didn't see. Eh? How did you? I, no, I didn't see you online that last week. Um, okay. Um, give to. Brayfiok and uh, Brochas will seek after Brayfiok. Okay. You're only here last week. Okay. 
Hallelujah. So last Amen. week, um, we, Pastor Samson has been focusing on the blessedness of the blessed. So when we say that we are blessed, what does the word blessed mean and what does the blessedness um, encompass? And like we said, we've been journeying from where we started, like, I think we've been on this for a month now, where we started from Luke chapter 1 verse, from verse 67. And you know, that captures, it starts to capture what the blessing is. Um, the prayer or the prophecy of Zacharias, um, Zachariah John's father. And one of the things, or the, the theme that we are able to pull out, or one of the themes we are able to pull out from there is the salvation by the remission of sins and how the blessedness um, uh, introduces the forgiveness of sins. So we walk in the consciousness that our sins have been forgiven and um, there is the, our salvation comes from the remission of sins. Now, we also went to the book of Ephesians, or we started from the book of Ephesians chapter 1 last week, and we were post as a letter by saying, blessed is our God and our Father. And then we tried to explain, the question was posed to us, you know, if God himself is also blessed, you know, what does that entail? It cannot be the worldly things that we say, oh, I, somebody blessed me with this, or somebody blessed me with that, because God cannot be blessed with those physical things as well. And um, joining further, I, um, Pastor Samson introduced um, two keywords, and those those keywords are righteousness and holiness. Walking in righteousness and holiness. Um, then we did go further to say that the work of righteousness is the work of faith. And one of the ways that the enemy tries to cheat us out of the blessing that we have been blessed with is the introduction of fear. So what do we fear? We fear death. It's in, it's in um, Paul's letters, the fear of death. And so we can either choose to stay in the place of fear or walk in the place of faith. The blessed man operates from a faith standpoint that he is blessed. We looked at the book of Hebrews and we pulled out the example of Moses, a blessed person. And we tried to debunk, the, actually not debunk, but we actually showed that example of not walking in fear and how a blessed man is supposed to walk. So in Hebrews 11, I think from verse 24 to 26, um, it talks about Moses and how Moses, who was a prince in Egypt, you know, which was the world power at that time, so he was highly elevated. He chose the reproach of Christ. He esteemed the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the pleasures of sin in Egypt. The other thing, I think the following verse says that he, he, he despised the fear of, um, no, no, he despised the fear of Pharaoh or something like that. Huh? He talks about fear. Sorry, let's, let's, open. I think it's verse 25. That, that's where I'm going to. It's already talked about Hebrews 11, 25. Okay, Hebrews 11, 20. 
27, by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Yes, yes, that's it. So, um, and that was where we, we began to debunk the place of fear. And as we were discussing, I, I had an understanding, I, and I think maybe that's there, I truly understand what faith is or the faith life. Actually, today, I now there was now like a journey deeper into what the faith life is. So, I would just... Yes, today. Yeah, as I was speaking, I started. It is <laughs> like I just got to understand it. So, um, so from last week, um, when Pastor Samson was teaching, what, what I sort of got from that is, at every point in time, the believer is faced with a decision to make. So our lives are about choices. And there is a choice to respond to the word of God or to disobey the word of God or to rebel against the word of God. So... When I'm about to take a step, what does God's word say about this step? So as I believe the word of God concerning what I'm about to do, then I have responded in faith. If I choose any other response apart from what God's word says or what God says concerning a matter, then I'm essentially walking in fear. And that is why Jesus would admonish us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is the key word Pastor Samson was saying, and his righteousness and all other things will be added to you. Basically debunking that we should not um, pursue after the things of the world that the Gentiles seek after, so food, clothing, and all of that. The reason why we would typically seek after those things and call them blessing is because of the fear of missing out on those things. So the reason we pursue after worldly things and all of that is because of fear. Now, living the faith life is the life that the blessed person is supposed to live. Now, we have an understanding, or we should understand that there is a complete Christ man that has been put inside us. And Francis was explaining during this retreat, retreat yeah. that there is also the spirit of the soul. They are different. There is the Christ, the spirit of Christ that has been put inside us, complete, incorruptible. And then there's the spirit of our souls. And then the journey of the believer is essentially some sort of transference of the life of the spirit of Christ, the complete Christ spirit, into the spirit of their soul. And one of the men that did that, well, the perfect man that we know that has done that well is Christ. You know, that has able, was able to completely journey with the spirit of God and completely embodied it physically. So that's what we are supposed to do. So, an example of to, to describe faith the way that I want to describe it is Moses, right? So we see Moses responding to the word of God. Um, Jesus in, in response to the devil. So Jesus had power, everything. The devil came to him after he has finished fasting. It's time to break fast. There's no, there's no, Let's not spiritualize it. Jesus has finished fasting the 40 days. They came and said, you have the power to change these stones to bread. And he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So he chose to endure suffering as against pleasing himself. Yeah. And he has finished fasting. Like, if you meet me today, and I was, I was saying this earlier, I'm not being spiritual about this. If I finish fasting and I have the power to change stone to bread, I will change it. I've not reached there yet. 
in my own personal work. Yes, I would convert these stones to bread because I'm not trying to please anybody. I'm not trying to flex muscles for anybody. It's just me in my house. I change the stone to bread and I'll eat it. But, you know, Jesus was able to journey with that in faith. Now, for Moses, um, God had instructed Moses to... Or God had... Moses had, had come into fellowship with God. And the, the agenda of God was to take the children of Israel from Egypt into the promised land. That is the word that God had given to Moses as his assignment to deliver. The faith life that Moses walked was the priestly work to ensure that the assignment that God gave to him, he completed it, whatever it took. Moses realized that he had to come in with God. He went 40 days and 40 nights fast. He went and he came back and the people had done all manners of things and all of that, you know, and then he broke the tablets of stone and all of that. And he went, God told him that he would, he's able to destroy this generation that is rebellious and start another new generation from himself. He rejected it and went and spent another 40 days and 14 nights again. Why? Just to make sure that the word that God had given to him, he endured the necessary sufferings to make sure that what God had shown him, he would see it to completion. So the faith life and the life of the blessed person is understanding that there is a work that we have to work. It's not by faith I receive this in Jesus' name, or by faith I receive it. The faith life is the word of God has come forth. I have what it is within me to respond to that word, and I have to make sure that I respond to that word of God. That is what the blessedness entails. Um, just another example, and this is the final one, is um, this is my understanding from that day, and this is, you know, Rehoboth. Isaac had dug wells. The Philistines were contending with him. He just moved, dug another well. They came contending, they called it another name. He moved, dug another well. At a point, they noticed that every well this man digs, that was their land, or maybe they were there for a while. They've been digging wells, they couldn't get water, but anywhere Isaac goes and digs a well, water will come out. They were the ones that said, you are truly blessed. So it's not in following the world to be contending for things. The blessedness was inside of Isaac. So any well that he digs, water will come out of it. That is the definition of the blessed man. So we are meant to function from a faith standpoint, holding or hanging on to the word of God and understanding that the blessing, all these things, even the worldly things that we are looking for, are inside that blessing. So wherever we are, as long as we are functioning in the priestly work of the blessed man, we will be able to function in these capacities. Yeah, let me stop there. Hallelujah. Mm. Pastor Ifio. That's what, that's what cave is all about. You know, that's what cave is all about. Most of us are going to be sent to nations where we will take the word of God to nations. That's what cave is all about. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, uh, Pastor Nandi. Okay, I gave it to him. Okay, so like, I'm something I, I just want to say very quickly. Okay. From okay. what, so like if we, if we look at faith, right, 
a lot of times, faith is not like like Brother Mifiok said. One of the true tests of faith, faith is to be able to let go of things. So like it's not to acquire things. It's most times, if you look at it, is to let go of things because like if you, if you look at so 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 like you look at someone like um, Abraham, like Moses, just just as you have said, the and look at their work, you find that at, it, it, it is the ability to let go. Abraham had Isaac, he has been looking for, it, for, for him for a while, he had him, the ability to let go of Isaac. Knowing that, so a lot of time in our work, like Jesus said, like, our faith is not going to be to acquire things. I believe God for this. I, I'm, I'm, no, like it, a lot of times it will be to let go of things that you have, like them, there will be opportunities that that are legitimate as I said, like you can have you have access to them. You have but in that work you have to let go of them. There's some distance like you have access to your time. You can do whatever you want with your time. Nobody's going to beat you, but you let go. You have food. You have is in front of you. You let go of it. You have so many access, so many things that we have. So the, the life of faith most times is the ability to let go of things rather than when you're also believing for something because you're not letting go for something. You're seeing something ahead, right? So your ability to let go of things really is a test of the faith that you have in God. Yeah. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say you're enjoying yourself. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed? I'm getting blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, like I said earlier on, um, something in my heart, something's in my heart, um, and I feel that um, I think it will be of help to every one of us. Um, I'm not going to, you know, teach anything, but I just want to, um, you know, encourage us um you know just like what Francis was sharing earlier on you see the problem we have over time is um inability to understand words when it has to do with the written word in scriptures so we may hear something like blessing uh, because of the way woman's soul is trained. Do you understand? So there is where there's what we understood to be blessing. Now, somebody else taught us that thing, not the spirit of God. And over time, we have, we have been raised with it. So by that understanding, so anytime we hear blessing there is a way we respond in our heart so by so doing the reason for the scriptures the purpose of the scriptures will not see it manifesting in our lives and that's one thing that the enemy have done over time do you understand that's one thing the enemy have done over time you know to ensure that he veils the scriptures and even where the place where they teaches the truth because of that's already veiled because 
the working of Satan is to ensure, or that's what you call the wisdom of Satan, is to ensure that anytime God is coming, that men will not receive God. Do you understand? So anytime God is coming, anytime God wants to show himself, God will not... Have you, imagined, have you ever imagined people, you know, people going through all kind of oppression, going through all kind of, all kind of oppression, all kind, all kind of limitation in life, and bringing the word of truth, which is actually redemption, because when you say in the scriptures, when you say the word of God, you are actually talking about God. Do you understand? And that word is actually Christ. Another word for word of God is a son of God. And another word for son of God is God himself. And that son of God, that is who we are. Do you, are you getting what I'm saying? Eh? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, anytime God is speaking, God is speaking our reality. Do you understand? So what God, like for instance, that word in Hebrew, when he said that, um, he said in this life, God spoke to us by the prophet, uh, spoke to our fathers by the prophet, and this last day is speaking to us. It's not, that word just, that word is not just speaking, as in like word. Do you understand? Last day, he, what he gave us is his son. That's, he gave us his son. It's the same word with gift, when he said the gift of righteousness. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? And so it's not just words, as in someone is saying something, or someone is preaching. Do you understand? It's not that what God gave us is himself, his son. His son is himself. Do you understand? So when, when you come across, you know, people that have gone through all kind of oppression, all kind of uh, limitation, all kind of, you know, children of God, and when you are bringing the truth, what will fight the truth is a program inside. Religion. Some people can even immediately you immediately you start saying something. Maybe you didn't dress like you didn't dress in their format. Do you understand? You didn't dress in their God. You know that is a God, that a different kind of God. You didn't dress in their format. They've already disqualified you in there. So whatever thing you are saying, they are not ready to receive it. Do you understand? Another thing again that I've hindered, um, you know, um, for instance, where we travel, the place we travel to, you will see ministers. You know, most times we, I think most, most of the time we travel there, we just do healing, praying, and this. But this one is more of like, you know, God decided to come in that route, you know, demonstration of power, demonstration, and all those things. By the end of the day, we try to chip in the word. Do you understand? So, you know, that's the kind of thing that people, so people just prefer when you come, power, 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 everybody fall on the ground. And, you know, that's a good, and but see the people, see the people, people are going through all kind of oppression. The people are going through kind of pain, oppression. Despite all those manifestations and all those these things, witches and wizards tormenting the people of God. There's a whole lot of oppression. You know, you know, when you see some people like this, you just see them that this one, this one has been, witchcraft has been shitting on their head. I mean, playing with them. And you have people that, sorry to, I'm not trying to, you have people 
that uh, maybe bishop have big cars have uh, this. Uh, but look at the life of the people. Jesus, look at the life of the people. So there's a whole lot of things that the enemy have, you know, started doing, you know, in the heart of men. And uh, so when the truth is coming, that is what is fighting the truth. When the truth is coming, that is what is fighting the truth. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, I, I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us as a company, as a people. I want to encourage us. You see, we need to understand that, you know, God is not just speaking. Or God, God maybe God prefers to talk. Do you understand? So anytime we come, God is just speaking and talking and talking. No. There is something in the heart of the Father. There is something in the heart of God. There is something that God, that is, you know, when you say word of God, you are actually talking, like I said earlier, you are talking about sons of God. The product of that, the end product of that word is that when Pastor Charles or Brother Charles have heard the word of God, the fruit is that it will become that word. Do you understand? Is to become that word. That is what God is looking for. Do you understand? To become, to experience that word and to become the reality of that word. Do you so if there is anything in his life that is, you know, if there's anything in his life that is going through challenges of life, things that is not consistent with the truth, Thing that is not consistent with the word. Do you understand? Eh? So we are meant to we are meant to judge that situations of life, the circumstances of life, in your sunny point, that is contrary to the word, to the will of God, we are to journey in that the reality that has come to us. So that is what that's why in the content of faith in the scriptures, you won't see. Any place where they talk about, for instance, look at Hebrew 11. Do you understand? When you study about Hebrew 11, you won't see any place where they talk about receiving it and taking it. Do you understand? Hmm? Uh -huh. So, uh, you see, because of faith, you know, they journeyed. Like Abraham, by the reason of faith, God woke up. God did, not, God did not tell him, first and foremost, that what I really had in mind. But God have told him, there is a walk before me and be perfect. But, you know, he, he have not fully come into that comprehension, into that under, but as long as he was journeying with God, how did he journey? He journeyed by faith. Faith is actually the revelation of God's will to man. So how, that's why he said in that Hebrew 11, he said, without faith, without faith is impossible to please God. That anyone that come to him, the same blessing of Abraham is the same thing you are going to have. Because anyone that comes to him must believe that he's a rewarder of them that do what? It's the same thing that you told Abraham. He said, Abraham, because, because of me, eh, you are going to inherit me. Anyone that blesses you is blessed. And anyone that causes you is cursed. So why, why did God make that statement? Because he knew Abraham is going to inherit him. 
So it's not possible for you to curse God. So what happens is that if you identify with me as a God, you are going to be blessed. Then if you decide that you want to curse me, is you are the one that's going to be that you are the one that's going to be cursed. Do you understand? When you identify with me, you are blessed. Do you understand? I mean that if I come in a place, if I come into your life or come into a place where things are not because of like for your sake, because of the blessing we carry it. Do you understand? Things will begin to work. Are you getting what I'm saying? Things will begin. That's what God said in Genesis. Be fruitful and what? Multiply. Duplicate this life. Multiply this life. So, the way we challenge ourselves is that anything that is not working in my life, your warfare is to make sure that they work. Because according to the law of life, they are not permitted not to work. Do you understand? They are not permitted not to work. That is a blessing that that is a blessing of Abraham. You know, in church today we sing, Abraham blesses our mind. Abi? Eh? I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the evening. Abi? I am blessed in the night. I am blessed in the evening. How do they sing that song? I don't Blesses. I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the Abraham blesses a man. Hallelujah. So it's important we understand. You know, one of the things again I'm going to advise us to do is we don't have a culture of discipline our soul to continue in the world. Like, you know, if you are here and you have been coming to this place, you understand there are series on Abraham blessings. How many of us, the last year or last two years, is it last year, last two years, go back. You know, a time has come that when some people come and, you know, are they have, let's refer them to certain messages. So whereby they can stay and go. You know, you have to listen again and I can assure you, that even when you hear today, I can assure you, you have not fully heard. Because hearing in the spirit until you begin to produce in your life. Do you understand? Until, because you have to, you, do you understand? Because, now let me ask us one question. When we talk about fear, 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 how many of us here that doesn't have fear? Eh? Me, I have fear. So let's, uh, eh? Does not have fear. <laughs> As you mean, I mean, what I mean by fear is that there are things that will come to us now. Do you understand? That stamina to resist at that particular time, you may not find it at that particular time. Hallelujah. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? So at that time, you know, because when things comfort us, or when challenges comfort us, naturally, that's our response naturally is supposed to be life. Do you understand? But most times it takes time. There are people that even, there's no need of um, even, uh, you know, saying that it takes time. The thing is not there. Naturally, what will be there is fear. Not, their natural response will be fear. I mean, their natural response will be fear. 
Hallelujah. Because you know, because the issue of fear is not something, is not, is not something. How do I put it where you can understand what I'm trying to say? It's not something, it's not something you just say with your mouth. It has to be a walk, it has to be a fight, it has to be a conversation. Do you understand? It has to be a reality. Do you understand? There has to be that reality that you are, you are looking at, you are engaging. Over time, do you understand? Over time, again and again and again and again and again, that you enable to come to a place whereby you build confidence. Do you, John, what Pastor Francis said earlier, you see, because there is nothing God will give us that God has not given us. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's nothing that he will give us. There's nothing we are asking that he has not given us. The greatest thing that God has given us, he gave us his life. He gave us his son. And he has actually given us his life. So the life is inside of us. So there is nothing God is going to give. There is nothing that is higher than God's life. So the greatest thing that God has given to mankind is his life. So our, now, our responsibility... Our responsibility now is to make sure that that life becomes our reality. But the truth is that as much as, much as we are in this world, that cannot be possible because that scripture we read in the book of Luke, that our enemies, do you understand? Our enemies will not allow that to happen. No, no, I said, I said, as much as this world is concerned, do you understand? This word is making it more difficult for that life not to find expression. Do you understand? It's making it more difficult for that life not to find expression. That is why that life cannot be engaged without consecration, without dedication, without instruction, without discipline. It can be possible. But God has given... Eh? Smart. Yeah, because the Holy Ghost, God has given us the Holy Ghost. I want to be sure that we push out the fact that it is possible to get that life. Yes, ma'am. But the instruction in the scriptures is to really on that life, yeah. So what I'm what I'm saying is that the essence of the enemy, the purpose of the enemy is to ensure that we didn't receive the, we didn't we didn't explain the life. Because actually the what we enable us or help us to overcome the enemy or have authority over that enemy is actually the life within us. Meaning that we can, we can, we can, God has given us victory. He's not trying to give us victory. He's not trying to, he's not trying to give us anything. He has given us everything. He gave us, he gave us his life. He gave us the Holy Ghost. But just like we said, is we walking in that blessing. We walking in that reality. That is where the contention lies. That is where the problem lies. Because the enemy wants to ensure that that will not be our reality. But God has given us everything by giving us the Holy Ghost. So the, the purpose of the Holy Ghost in our lives is to ensure that this life becomes a reality. Do you understand? Because that what God is looking for. There's nothing God is looking for. Do you understand? Jesus rose from the dead. Do you understand? It is called the first fruit. So we are going to, there's going to be sons after his order. 
He's a first fruit. There's going to be son after his order. That is the reason why God gave us eternal life. God gave us eternal life that we may reign in life. We may reign because the first son, which is our Lord Jesus Christ, God has made him to become, he will call it our, our first, our senior brother. Do you understand? He's also the first son. Do you understand? Me, they're going to have other sons. That is the purpose of redemption. That is the essence of redemption. That we will come into that person. We will come into that life. We will come into that fullness. That man that is called Christ. God has given us, God has given us that life in our spirit. So we are to experience that life. We are to enjoy that life. We are to see that life in our everyday life. We are to see that reality called Christ, called life, called God in our everyday life. That is the intention of God. That is the mind of God. That is the intention of God. But the enemy, the enemy, we don't want that to become a reality. And that's why we need to fight. That's why we need to fight every day. The fight is not something we, maybe we have seven days fast. I mean, seven days um, um, operation, kill the enemy. No. The fight is every day. The fight is every day. And the fight is within us. The fight is within us. Every day. So our duty, our responsibility as a new creation, as a child of God, is to ensure, is to ensure that every day of our life we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we fellowship with this truth, we fellowship with this reality. Then that we can be able to make it our world. We can make it our reality. That is our responsibility. Because this world is designed to ensure, to, to ensure that it distracts us. So every day we are being distracted with legitimate need. We are being distracted with all kinds of things. And because of that distraction, we are being carried away. Because of that distraction, we are being carried away. Do you understand? But you see, there is a wisdom in the Holy Ghost to teach us how to live every day. And when we say living every day, it's actually living by faith. Mean that we live by the word of God. We live by faith. The judge shall live by faith. Habakkuk said, the judge shall live by his faith. By his faith. So it's a day-to-day -day thing. It's a life. It's a, it's a life that we are being given to live. We, are, we, don't have, we don't have two lives. We don't have any other. We only have one life. And that life is Christ. And that life is God. And that is why the Holy Ghost is given to us. The Holy Ghost is given to us to ensure. To ensure that that life becomes a reality every day. So God is not afraid of what the devil is bringing. God is not afraid of what the enemy is going to throw at us. God is not afraid of, of whatever, whatever thing that... Any, anyhow, the enemy is parading himself. God is not afraid of the enemy. Hallelujah. Because God has given us everything that it takes to overcome the enemy. That's why we are not fighting from the point of victory. I mean, we are not fighting for victory. But we are fighting from the point of victory. Do you understand? That victory is what you call the blessing of God, the faith life. So we must learn how to live that life every day. That is why the Holy Ghost is given to us. That's why the Holy Ghost is given to us. 
you know, teaching us and leading us and guiding us through the scripture, through the word of God. Do you understand how we can, how we can enjoy victory? How we can walk in victory? How we can live in victory? But what this word is doing is to ensure that it disrupts us. That's why Jesus said that if your eye is single, he said the whole body is going to be full of light. But if your, if your eyes is what? Double. He said your, your, the, whole, the whole body is going to be full of darkness. Mean that you, we are to see one life. We don't have two life. We only have one life. We have to see one life. One thing. That's why I say, if your eyes is single, the whole body is going to be full of light. Mean that every day of our life, our definition of life, our reality of life, is God. In him is life, and that life is our life. So it's never... God, God, God didn't give back to us for we to endure oppression. Do you understand? Uh, so we don't endure oppression. We may endure processes. What is the process? Is dying to the what we have known. That is what death really is. Do you understand? But we are not meant to endure oppression. Do you understand? Because the word has been given to us. The word of God has been given to us. Do you understand? The word of God has been given to us. The word has been given to us. So you have your responsibility. Have, I have my responsibility. You have your responsibility. What is the responsibility? Is to ensure that you yourself go to the word. Go to the Holy Ghost. Do you understand? Go to the Holy Ghost and, you know, search the scripture. Look, see the word of God. When you come for meeting, hear the word. You know, jot that something or keep something in your heart. Go back home and fellowship with it. Fellowship with it. Look at it again and again. And again, and again, and again, and again. Until the world begins to form thought pattern in our heart. Until it begins to form a way of thinking in our heart. It's something that is going to take process. It's not something that will just happen like that. Because there are many ways we have... See, you know, you know, one thing that we need to understand that... You know, when you say age... Age is not really, really number. Maybe, okay, this person is, uh, where, where? There is a place for that. But, you see, when we talk about it, we are talking about things that have raised us over time. Ideology that have raised us over time. Things we grew up over time. That, you know, that, you know maybe where we were born, the place we grew up. You know, many, many things is in our mind. And that's why Paul was saying that we should renew our mind. Ephesians chapter 4, he called it the spirit of your mind. In that spirit of your mind, just like Francis was saying yesterday, is actually some program some program that is not according to the will of God. Those things are spirit. Do you understand? Because they are life. But it's not God that gave it to us. And that's why you see in the, that context of Ephesians 4, Paul now began to talk about we need to relearn those things by learning another life, which is Christ. He said we shouldn't walk the way the Gentile walk because they walk in the vanity of their mind because having their understanding darkened. But we now, our new curriculum, our new reality is Christ. So we are not, le we are not learning it as because we want to cram scripture. We are learning it because it's our civilization. It's our life. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? No, as a preacher, I'm not, I'm not studying the word. <laughs> Do you understand? You know, most times, you know, a pastor can never tell the congregation what he's going through. Do you understand? 
Uh, do you understand? Because there are times that after you finish preaching, the devil will wait you. Say that thing you preach is not to manifest it. To. Do you understand? And uh, so it's not, it's not for the word of God, the, the word of God primarily. When you say the scriptures, scriptures is actually men that learn God, men that work with God. Do you understand? They use the word of God, the revelation of God, to build their souls. And in the New Testament, what we call prosperity is the soul of men. Because when you're so, according to Ted John, he said, if thy soul prosper be, he said, this is the will of God, that I will that you be what? You prosper and be in good health, even as what? So if your soul prosper, there is no way you can be, you can, there's no way sickness can torment you. It's not possible. Because the, the prosperity of the soul is to train the soul where a soul can be able to understand his right in Christ. To understand what has been done for him. So, so, so when I say I can't be sick, it's not an information. It's a reality that is in the soul. So even, 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 even when I want to seek, the, the life in the soul can't allow it. Because there is a truth that has been established in the soul. Sir, that the soul will fight it. We naturally is going to cast it down because you know how where 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 is where, where, where is the place that said that normally defeat or defeat the children of God defeat people it's in their soul. So you want to make the you want to make the word of God a liar. So why what what why is the reason why what the redemption have paid for me? Why should I go through it? Why? Can you tell me the reason why I should go through it? Do you understand? So when you bring, as long as I'm talking, now that's the way I talk. So if I'm seeing certain reality, something that's not according to reality in my body, I have to bring the scripture and tell the devil, why should I go through this thing? Because someone has paid for it. So whatever thing, because the standard is my spirit. What thing you can't find in my spirit is not permitted in my body. Do you understand? It's not permitted in my body. And this thing is not big, big thing. They are the fundamental thing that we need to know. We need to know. Because it sometimes, you know, it, 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 it looks like what, you know, the, the things that the redemption has done for us, what Jesus Christ came to do for us, is looking like it's not true. Some people have not given up. Some people think in their hearts, you know, Satan have lied to them so much that they, they've, they've actually settled with lies. See, understand, God can never tempt anybody with sickness. Understand that one. It's contrary to the scriptures. You know, you know, you know the reason why the sickness know that they can't stay in that body. Because the body is heading towards immortality. So that so the reason why we are here is for the glorification of the body. That Christ in you is what? Is a hope of glory. So a, a someone that signal is beating his body, beating his body book. Are you talking about glorification? So these are these are truths that need to be in our heart. These are truths that need to settle in our heart. These are truths that need to settle in our heart. 
So the culture that we don't have is that whatever thing that your soul does not retain, you can't manifest. Understand that? It will just be a for information in your head. But you see, it takes a journey between the information in your head and to your, to your heart. It takes a whole lot of warfare, fighting, you know, staying in meditation. the reason for meditation. That's what God told Joshua. Say, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of the man. He said, but therein shall meditate day and night. You know, to me, this is my definition. One of the evil I've seen on this earth that children of God does is that we give time for all that thing. We give exclusion about spiritual things. I don't understand that mystery. I, to me, it's a mystery. I don't understand why. It, you know, we give excuses. Why this one? Why that one? Why this one? Why? You know, we give excuses. This is why we will not study. The, you know, we give excuses. But when it has to do with natural life, the, do you, you know, if you understand the scripture, there is what Paul was talking about in Ephesians chapter 6. When he's talking about, he said that you can't continue in sin that the grace may abide. Do you understand? So, you understand, there is a sin that has to do with maybe either adultery or not. There's also a sin that has to do with the lifestyle. Because there is a way we live. Eh? There is a way we live. We will not experience the life of God. And there's also the way we live. We experience the life of God. So that's why Paul is saying that you can't continue in sin. That was sin. That's why when you read that, he now say that, he said, whosoever, whosoever you give yourself to, you are a servant to. Either servant to sin or servant to righteousness. He's talking to believers. That scripture is not for unbelievers. That's why most people that preach new creation, when they get to that place, they will not say Paul is not the standard. That the, Christ is the standard. They are the one, do you understand what I'm saying? So, do you understand what I'm saying? So they can't balance what Paul was trying to say. When you read that Ephesians, Paul says that Christ has become our atonement. Eh? That in chapter 6, that chapter 6, verse 1, he said that we are buried with him, we are being baptized with him. We equally, as, as we are buried with him, we baptize with him in death, in his burial, also in his resurrection. That now we have been resurrected with him, we should walk where? We should walk where? In the newness of life. We should walk in the newness of life. So, to me, this is where I engage the word of God. And I believe that that's what revelation should be doing to us. That's what revelation should be doing to us. This is the truth. Without the knowledge of this thing, the application is going to be difficult. And this is the truth. You don't acquire knowledge on the surface. That is the truth. There are some knowledge you acquire. There are some knowledge you acquire. I'm not talking about information. There are some knowledge you acquire. You have to go through fasting. You have to go through process of laboring. You have to go through process of your starting point for that knowledge to begin to dawn on your soul. Osia for he said, because you rejected me. Eh? He said, because you rejected knowledge. What happened? I've rejected you. Let me ask you, can God reject anybody? He's not talking about God really rejecting us. That's not what he's saying. Because the, the thing that will make God evidence, when you reject it, what will happen? 
You push one me now. Okay, ma. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to know that. that is the truth. Because the knowledge that will help you for God to be evident. Because if you check that scripture, it says, because you rejected me and rejected my laws, it says you won't be preached unto me. So that knowledge is what we make God evidence in our lives. So, but when you when we when we don't embark on the process that we make God evidence in our life, then it will make that the word of God is a lie. The word of God is not true. That should not be no priest to me. You reject. And you know, you know, most of when we say reject knowledge, it's not really, it's not really because okay, maybe in our heart we are not receiving the our attitude, our attitude, our response to the word of God, our behavior for to meetings, our attitude. Do you understand? Our character towards the scripture, towards the word of God. Because, see, this is why I know. See, the, the studying in the scripture is not just, okay, just study the word of God. Then you now fulfill that you study the word of God. Scripture is a life of a new creation. Do you understand? A life, now, mean that the way a new creation will live, the way, you know, the just shall live by faith. It's not just talking about physical living, it's talking about your life, your response to God. Like who said is it, uh, brother? That said it that first and, first and foremost, the faith helps you, enables you to have access to God. It enables you to know God. So the way you can know God is through actually His Word, which is faith. Do you understand? I mean that you can God is not you can't journey you can't journey to God based on what you think or what you you think you know. So faith is actually the laws of God that enables us to know what He wants. Do you understand? To know what he wants. Reveal his heart to us. To know what is more. His mind, his attitude, his character. Do you understand? What we have us to do part time. Then inside of it, maybe could be okay. There's a specific assignment that God has given to you. Do you that's why the people that run ministry in the New Testament, they don't run, their life is not okay. Ministry here and they do say their life is one. Do you understand? It's one. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a pastor in pulpit. Then I will not be a good father at home. Do you understand? Eh? I will not be a good father at home. Although when you when you ask my children that they love mommy, my children love me well, but in some area they don't like me. Uh -huh. In that area they don't. The mommy know they do that one like that. But me, do you understand? Are you getting what I'm saying? Life, life is one. So there's nothing like my financial life, my life is one. Life is one. That is why if you are a new creation, you are doing business. If angel is not intervening your business, it means that you are not you are not working with God. You have not started. You are prospering according to Babylon. Because it is designed that they must work for you. It's designed that are things that you are not meant to do your own. Your job is to engage God, to know God. Then when you are doing that, they will do theirs. 
Daddy's priesthood is going to work for you. One of the thing, one of the thing, one of the commandments they gave to a priest. One of the things they gave him that he should wear that 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 priesthood that there won't be sweat. And you see, Manakar have said it. The days are ahead of us. It's the most time it's good for we to travel sometimes. When you go to a place where you see all killing, you see all kind of things, you see all kind of... Uh, do you understand? We are in that day. We are in that time. But you see, we have, God has not left us without solution. And God is not trying to give us solution now. God has given us solution since in Christ. The day Jesus Christ rose from the dead, that is the solution of man. Do you know, do you know, do, do, do you really know that all this thing that the world is chasing is God they are looking for? Because it, there is nothing in this world that can satisfy a man than God. Nothing. The deception of the enemy is that it will change that to be something else. So go for this one, it will satisfy you. By the time you enter there, it's God that is empty. Go for this one. By the time you enter there, it's God that is empty. It's only God that can satisfy a man. There is nothing else. This, this, this is the truth. This is the truth that will help us not to pursue vanity. And this is the truth that will help us to see the emptiness in vanity. Life is one, children of God. Life is one. Life is not true. Life is one. That's what Jesus is saying. Say, if your eye is single, the whole body is going to be full of life. Most times, the reason why we fail is that most times, you know, God may be instructing us. God may be instructing us. Do you understand? According to his program for our lives, according to his agenda for our lives, Praise God. Hallelujah. So you understand? So God, God, God has a plan for us. And that's what faith, faith plan is all about. Faith, faith uh, curriculum or agenda for our lives is the plan of God for man. The plan of God for our lives. So in that faith, God can say, it is time to move from here to here. Because you are not the one to determine the way your life should go. He is the one that will determine the way your life should go. Do you understand? Now, sometimes if you, you know, just like if you allow most of us to make choice, maybe where you will be born, I don't think anybody would like to be born in Nigeria. Uh, do you understand? Uh -huh. Sometimes if you, if you allow us to make choices, do you understand? If you like to make choices, we wouldn't like to be in some places and all of that. But everything that God gives is good. Do you understand? So there is a plan. There is an agenda of God. Which is the curriculum of faith, curriculum of life. Hallelujah. Okay, let me give room for a question. Then I will just say one thing that we'll round off. I think by six we should be rounding off. Most of us are being here on Thursday. Uh -huh. So we need to... <laughs> Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Amen. So does anybody have, you have a question? Does anybody have a question? Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. Okay. He wants to say something. Okay. This one. I have my I have choir mic. Pastor just said that. Um in the spirit your hearing is confirmed when you are able to manifest the life of what you heard. So if you're unable to manifest and maintain it, that means you've not yet heard it. You see, yeah, there is a discipline of hearing. There is a discipline of hearing. For instance, you see, our hearing, you know, we don't hear at the same level. Do you understand? That's why David said that once have we spoken, but twice have, have I heard. So, how, you, how the world will profit you the more is how you're able to quiet your soul through the word of God. Yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, the more you, you hear, hear that's right. the more you will hear. It's that's a spiritual right. principle. Right. If you come into God's presence and you despise what is being taught, what you are doing is that you are shutting your day of deliverance. You are shutting help. You're shutting down help. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you will see that someone that comes in and is hungry, in a short while, you see the person's yeah, life is loaded yeah, with yeah, understanding, yeah. applicable understanding, revelation that they are able to yeah, apply. To apply yeah. But you see someone else who started they, they, with the person, person, and the, the person, person is not able to exercise himself in those areas. The issue is with the hearing, the heart. Is short to some things. Mm. So it's a spiritual principle. Jesus mm. said, Those who have more will be more given to them. To them. Mm. He said, Those who don't have, even the little you have mm. will be taken mm. away from you. So it's critical that when you come into God's presence, where truth is being taught, you pay attention to the things that are being said. It is for your benefit. Mm. Because the more you hear, that is, the more you receive, the more access will be given to you into spiritual, spiritual truth. Mm. And that's why many believers are defeated. Because they are in church, they are not hearing. They are in church, they are cursing the pastor. They are in church, they are insulting the pastor. They are in church, they are dishonoring the pastors. So they can't hear. Hallelujah. You know, this, um, this um, I think in, that was in the, in the morning session when we were praying. One of the things the Holy Ghost began to stir in my heart is that there are series of teachings that you know, I think uh, Mama was teaching on faith, I think, for, for quite a long time. I mean, for some time that you have been teaching on faith. Now, one of the pictures, as I seen that those teachings are not just... You need to understand when there are times that when teaching is coming as a preaching and when teaching is coming as an instruction, it's a two different things. Do you understand? So, someone, can, someone could be here and going through challenges or going through a difficulty... Then God has seen your, God has heard your cry, God has seen your pain. Then what God will begin to do, maybe the leader, God will begin to put a revelation in his heart. God will begin to put a thought in his heart. Do you understand? Now the essence of that thought is to help you to address that circumstances. 
Do you understand? So when that teaching is coming, you ought to receive it and go back again and hear them again and again until that teaching will begin to instruct you. The, that instruction through that teaching is the power of God that will solve that issue. Do you understand? There are times that in my life I've seen maybe praying and trusting God and trusting God for a particular thing. Maybe just coming for a meeting, just coming for a meeting. You know, the man of God will just say something or the preacher will just say something. Now, to me, to me, every, the way everybody hears is not the way I heard it. I heard it as an instruction. So, this is what I've been praying for to God. This is what I've been, this is the answer. So, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to begin to work on that thought. I will go home and work on that. And as you apply that thought, work on that thought, apply that thought, you begin to see results. But you see, if you lose that word, ah, that's where we go through some things. So there's a way, there's a way we, just like, you know, the experience of Elijah, eh, there's a way we want God to come as a wind. So you want, when they shout and shout before you now know, meanwhile, the answer has come. So this thing is something that, this, this is a culture that I feel that, you know, like, for instance, like Christmas is coming. You know, some people, you know, this thing, the Christmas is coming with a wave of distraction. Do you understand? But it's a time that even your quiet time, take the word of God and take time and hear a, see, the way I used to approach life is that I don't deceive myself. I only know there's a task ahead of me. So if, if, if I don't, because God has not designed any situation in life that is higher than me to come to me. Do you understand? So all I need to do is to prepare for life. Do you understand? Because the preparation is your victory. You are not preparing to fight that situation, but victory is to activate the strength within you that when that thing will come as a flood, there is already answer to answer. He said the Spirit of God is going to raise what? A standard. Do you understand? Spirit of God is going to raise a standard. That's what it means that God is going to teach God, God, God is teaching us how to engage in priesthood. Sometimes, sometimes I, I think within, I think within myself. You know, you understand. Most of us, maybe in the natural, the family we came out from, maybe could be a family of a prayer. But you are a new creation. You are no longer in that lineage. But, but one way or the other, you could see that influence in your life. Do you understand the point? Do you understand the point? But now you are not from there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, are you getting what I'm saying? Well, you are not from there. But you see. That, the word of God has been given to you. Do you understand? So the way you approach it, that what those people from that family suffered, I shouldn't suffer it. My generation should not suffer it. So it becomes a reality you are holding, not done for yourself. You use it and leave it and pass it to your generation. So meaning that, you see, when they say, you want to ask questions? The other, you understand? When they say, when, 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 when so person, you know, from this one, when you get to write, say, he won't marry. When you get to write, immediately you arrive as a new creation. That is the end of that genealogy. Do you, you understand? You start another race of life. So in your lineage, such a thing does not happen. Does not exist, my sister. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do you understand? So these are things that. The word of God will help us. Do you understand? Go back, surround yourself. You see, you need to understand that. You see, there is never anybody that gets God without sacrifice. Let's not, let's not play. There's not anybody that gets God without denial. So, like that, that's the sort of faith. What are, you are denying the previous pleasure you have, and you want to make God your priority. You want to make God your present pleasure right now. So, when the word of God becomes your pleasure. 
Do you understand? There are people that the word of God is boring to them because some of that thing, their gate of their soul have been exposed to some of that things. So immediately you open that thing, they respond to it. But when it comes to the reading, which is the word of God, they are bored. Why, why, why on earth a believer will say, hey, you know, I'm boring, I'm boring. I, I don't understand that mystery. When the word of God is there, Holy Ghost is there, you are boring. Boring care. We are looking out to buy more time. If there's any way they can put two days for one day, that's what we are looking for. Do you understand? Because we have, because there is no any other thing that it, it, I don't know that you're getting what I'm saying. Do you understand? The word of God must become a priority to us. Sometimes there are victory in our lives that we need to hear the same teaching, maybe a particular teaching again and again. Do you know, at a time, there was a time in my life when I read Kenyon, I heard that sickness don't supposed to say in my body. I heard that teaching. I heard that teaching. When I heard it, I was looking for a time to be sick. I was praying to be sick, I'm telling you. You know why I was doing that? I wanted to experience it. I heard it. So there are times that you have to listen to the word again and again and again and again. Stay on that. It's a culture that everyone that works with God imbibe. It's not timbo, timbo thing. It's not something we do. I've read my Bible today. Okay, thank God. Praise God. That is religion. Eh? Can I say something? Those Muslims want you to say it. What have not entered you can never come out of you. Eh? For you, for the world to enter you, for the world to come out of you, you must enter you first. Because there's a whole of distraction, only distraction in your soul. Do you understand? Only you know when we talk about the world, the one in your souls. That is where. That's where. That is the enemy. There's a whole lot of desire in us. There's a whole lot of things in our souls. Immediately you want to do this. Have, have, have you tried to do meditation sometimes? <laughs> eh? <Yes>. My sister. <laughs> ah, it's a walking pro. It's a fight. You know, you know, you know the danger about spiritual things. The more you do them, the more it's easier. And the more you are not doing them, the more it's difficult. Are you getting what I'm saying? The more you are practicing them, do you understand? When you say meditation today, you may stay there today and go to Oshodi, go to Jualegba, go to this one. Just don't worry. Stay there tomorrow again. Go to Oshodi, go to Jualegba, stay there next tomorrow. Go to the more you are doing it, after a while, it will begin to break inside of you. After a while, it will begin to break. So there are things where you know. Sometimes I used to wonder about so many children of God. But I know it's a work of the enemy. Sometimes we have issues in our life. We know things are not well. But we are living as if everything is okay. When they say pray, you say I'm tired. When, when, when someone that has problems, can you say you are tired? You have issues, you need to attend. I'm tired. When he saw you the one, you say, say I'm trying. I'm trying. There are times you need to bunk out. There are times you need to separate everything and deal with this thing. Deal with it. To separate everything and deal with it. Because if you don't deal with it, ha, you have to deal with it. So, 
you know, there are many things we give excuses about, you know, excuse of this one. I don't think it's necessary. Do you understand? Most of why we do that because we, we don't fully, we don't understand the, you know, like what I said on Thursday, there is a consequence of ignorance. Do you understand? There is also advantage of ignorance, of knowledge. So most time, because we don't know the disadvantage and the advantage, that's why we play with these things. So I want to encourage us to ensure when you go back to the go back and listen to messages again, hear them and again, because you, you don't you don't just hear and you just go and you think because immediately you hear you by the time we live here, as soon as the time you live here now, you have so many other things. If it is a woman, is there, is there, your husband is there, that one is there, that one so taking the by the time you are doing all those things. See, Lydia, you need to attend to this, this one. You know, all those things are there. But you have to fight. You have to fight the good fight of faith. We have to fight to ensure that this thing that we have, we retain it. So sometimes after doing everything, check your time, look your time. Okay, maybe during the day I'm not busy. Then spend your night. You will not die. Nothing will happen to you. I can assure you. You will be okay. You will be all right. Beautiful. Fine. Nothing will happen. You won't die. Hallelujah. Praise God. So please, let's learn that. Let's cultivate that attitude of hearing again. That's what. That's my. That's just my. Uh, my advice. So let's cultivate that to go back. Those messages we've heard. You know, go online or maybe you can just you know take your Bluetooth, just put them in your dish, hear them again and again. Those scripture they hear, study them, open them. There was a time in my life I was doing like a mad person. I was doing like a mad person. If I'm going on the road, I want to know God. I want to know the word of God. Do you understand? You must be crazy like that. You are not an ordinary person. So you can't be an ordinary woman being you live in this world. Set that with it on your head. You have to be crazy. Your heart, you have to be crazy. You want to know because there is a fight to fight. There is a victory we ought to obtain. There is something that is ahead of us. So please, I want to beg us. Let's go back again and again. Those scriptures that is read, open it, read it again and again. The one you don't understand, you can make up. If you, you, can, you know whether you call any pastor, oh, this one, don't, no, no, don't spray. And there are things you can't fully understand. You are based on your level, but as you continue journey, 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 after a while, understanding will begin to dawn on you. Now, one of the things I want us to cultivate in the next year, or maybe this year, we must cultivate the activity of, of coming for meeting again and again and again and again and again and again. You must make it a lifestyle. When you hear again and again and again and again and again and again, you make it your lifestyle. I want to know about God. You see, anything you desire, you know, you desire... Maybe either you need you need more chance, you know. Maybe your work is so. Just just show that desire. Just show that thing. Your little way, do it. In your little way. That's your little time. Do it. After a while, God will seize your heart. God will make provision for time. Either you change that job or give you things that will give you more money so you can spend. That is that is that's our goal for you because you have seen that you are looking for Him. You have seen you are looking for Him, so we have to pay that price. We have to give ourselves, let's not stop all these excuses. I used to ask myself, excuses will not solve any problem. So anything I'm supposed to do, I will do. Because you see, there is something you must do. That is the truth. There are prayers you need to pray. There are fasting you need to fast. There are commandments you need to obey. There are instructions you need to If you don't obey those things, don't go, nothing happens. Do you understand? 
So don't tell yourself, this is not magic. You know, so who is a leader? When, you see, like most times you see, maybe that mommy or that, will tell us that if you follow this thing, you will arrive here. That is who a leader because they are telling you because God has taken them through that path. Do you understand? So there are things that they've not come into, but there are things that that's what makes them a leader. God has been able to take them through that path. You see, the things of God can be mastered. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Do you understand? Mean that you, someone can tell you that if you follow this process, you are going to arrive here. It's not, it's not magic. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know what? He have tested it. He have proved it over time. And he have, he have seen it over and over and over. It will work. Hallelujah. No matter what we go through today, maybe financial issues, you know, this one. I tell you, God has program in those things. God has plan in those things. All we just need to do, follow the program of God. In the program of God, the curriculum of God, there are times you have to go through some things that go through the lack. But lack shouldn't be your name. It shouldn't be your second name. Do you understand? Do you understand? No, God will take you from there and take you to the place. And the plenty is not that it's going to be giving you plenty of money. But it will give you grace for assessment to when it has to do with financial things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. So let's just work with the Lord. This year, the year ahead of us. Let, you know, you know, you've heard many people say 31st night. You all go, people will jump out everywhere. I prophesy. Those things are good, though. I'm not against of it. I'm not. But I used to tell my people in my church, I say, listen, you see, this is January. So you how your life is going to, how your life, you know, plan your life for January, February, determine what will happen to your life, how your life is going to make progress. So don't wait till January the 31st when someone will now begin to prophesy to you. After January, you come again. Because God, there is a curriculum of God. There is a plan of God. There is an agenda of God when he has to do with our lives. So your duty, oh God, your duty every day is to make sure to know what God is saying. To know what is the mind of God. You say in the word, when you hear the word of God, say in the word, go back and fellowship with you. Know it. There are times in your life, could be okay, you want to pray. God will tell you, don't pray for your need, pray for your brother. And that is the answer you are looking for. So there are many things around us. There are many things around us that if we are ignorant of, do you understand? The benefit of the promise of God cannot be seen. But the will of God is for those things to be seen in our lives. Praise God. Can we begin to thank God? Let's just open our mouth and begin to thank God. Father, we give you praise. Let's just go ahead and thank him. Let's go ahead and worship him. Father, we give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says the entrance of thy word give it light and understand it to the simple. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Can we stand to our feet and just respond to God? Let's just respond to the word. Thank you, Father. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. We bless your name. Glory to you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Father. We give you praise. 
Idana barakumbrate satimanambra kopati geshekembroto kopatia shete ende debera koparate geshekumbroko babalabadia shotumbroko bodogosha Igamarakando de barakotogodia kambrate gabadia shatumaraka bodogoshita Idada barakadogos esemerega deberega dogoshotoboroko de gedisha Father we thank you we thank you the entrance of the word give it light and understanding to the simple thank you father thank you for the entrance of thy word in the name of Jesus thank you father thank you for your word it's teaching us in the path of victory uh, we give you glory father we give you honor Jesus hallelujah glory to your name and the Berakoto Shikambrata Gabadia Shatembraka Babalabadia Shatabadiasha. Oh, Father, we give you glory, we give you praise. Ejemeroko Babalabadia Cambrata Galebelega Dogo de Gademeres Ejebelego do Shateberegadasha. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, it's time for communion. The body and the blood of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome to the table of the Lord. You can come and grab the elements, the body, and the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, this officially marks the end of our 50-hour prayer stretch. Yay. There has been very few casualties. Very few people died. Hallelujah. Their corpses are in the reception. You see them on your way out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, because we actually have a very high quota for the number of people that should be dead before immersion, we're having one more prayer stretch. Hallelujah. Can you put the graphic on the screen? Number of sacrifices to... Want <laughs> to get lots of young people free. Hallelujah. And so because of that, some people have to suffer. Sorry? Yes, yes, yes. It happens at the same time. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah. Or maybe should it not just... Maybe I should make it sit exactly during the retreat. It's fine into okay okay gotcha gotcha <laughs> hallelujah so we see lots of corpses upstairs hallelujah <laughs> the more the better so please all your life hallelujah all your life <laughs> please we welcome you to come and die donate your physical body hallelujah so please make yourself available hallelujah for the lives of many young people amen 
when you hear testimonies of young people being set free amen some of these things it's an entire bloodline that's been redeemed amen it won't cost you anything it really won't cost you anything you save money on food for, throughout this time hallelujah that's a lot of money saved right <laughs> give that money as an offering let me let me let me change that <laughs> saturday is what Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. I need to fix that. My bad, my bad. I think I had the old schedule. Or maybe I have that wrong completely. Hallelujah. So basically, it's this coming Wednesday at 8 p.m. till this coming Saturday at 6 p.m. I got the numbers wrong, I believe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So um, apart from that, Pastor asked me a question before. We have our meeting tomorrow. Michael, if you can throw that graphic, keep it on the screen. Our meeting tomorrow for volunteers is at, um, starts at 4 p.m. Hallelujah. Physical meeting, yes. Not a spiritual meeting. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is for volunteers for the immersion. So if you want to volunteer for the immersion, that's all. Yes. Okay, first of all, the immersion itself, if you haven't registered, the links are right there. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're on Facebook. We're on everything. Hallelujah. We're on, we're on Twitter. Sorry. Sorry, Elon Musk. Yes, yes. Yes, please share to as many people as possible. Yes. Social group, chat groups, you know, schools. Please share, share, share. Talk about it. Post the videos. Highlight as many things as possible. We need as many young people as possible to be a part of what is happening. It's because of this program we are praying, 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 praying. And God is revealing so much that would happen. We want that whole full. Amen. Amen. And if there's a group chat you feel scared about posting, just post it there. They say you're sorry afterward. That was a mistake. I see people post pornography by mistake. So post life by mistake now. Hallelujah. Except it's not really a mistake. Hallelujah. Yeah. Wink. Hallelujah. <laughs> so please register. I won't help you register. I can't help you register. I've designed this thing so that when you send me messages about registration, I will not respond to you until after the meeting has finished. And I will say... That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you send me messages to help you register... I would respond to you after the conference has finished. Hallelujah. Because I want to be one of those corpses upstairs. Hallelujah. So please, um, registration won't cost you anything. Hallelujah. It's, it's absolutely free. If you can't, um, what should we call it, pay your token immediately, you can pay it at the venue on the day of the, of the, of the event. Hallelujah. But if you want to come and, um, you know, camp, hallelujah, you must pay your token. Hallelujah. And if for any reason you know sincerely you cannot afford to pay for the conference, let us know. I'm getting a few sponsors. Some people are sponsoring three people. Some people are sponsoring five people. So as they sponsor, you know, we'll push people in. So if you know, if you're earning an income, don't come. If you're earning salary, don't come. If you know for any reason, maybe you're a student or something, or you're a pastor, your income is not much, you have a lot of children, um, will ensure that anyone who is really hungry attends this meeting, whether they have the money or not. And that's also why the fee is so low. 3,000 naira for three days. Um, how many meals? Uh, how many meals are we eating? When we do immersion, because it's a huge meeting, we, have, we give the three square meals a day. No fasting. And one night we have barbecue night. Just that barbecue alone, the value of what will happen 
that night alone is worth more than the 3,000 naira per person. The drinks, the chicken, the burgers, the hot dogs, the fries. Okay, I'm waiting some people's appetites. <laughs> I should do a new flyer for the immersion. Just see lots of hungry people. Kai, I came here to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> With their bib on their chest. Hallelujah. Okay, so I think that's it. Okay, yeah, so we have, um, if you want to join our WhatsApp groups or our Telegram groups, um, you see the QR codes on the screen. You can join us there. And um, that's our Telegram group. That's where we post messages from Word for Now, PHB, Melchizedek School, Minister's Rest, um, Open Book, and Open Book Study whenever we do have them. We've not had Open Book Study since because we've been praying. That period of time, we're, we're just praying. So, hallelujah. Um, we have um, a bank account to receive offerings, tithes, gifts, hallelujah, and donations towards the immersion as well. So please, if you can, um, you give as much as you can. If you don't want to give directly, you can give um, food. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. That's right, that's right. I will gladly receive. Those things will go towards the conference. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. So please don't be afraid to give. Um, hallelujah. If you give me any money, I'll, I'll give it to the merchant. Hallelujah. Normally, I'll jokingly say, come on, give me in secret, but please give to, because it costs a lot of money. That's the truth. Hallelujah. So thank you so much for joining us, beloved. It's been amazing. Looking forward to more bodies upstairs. Hallelujah. Um, Crystal Rivers continues as usual. Hallelujah. Actually, I think we're ending this next one. Our last fellowship is when? Is it the last fellowship? Next week's our last one. Okay, it's the last fellowship. Okay, gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool. So we officially close meetings next week. So this is our last week right now you're seeing here, okay? So last week of Crystal Rivers is laid out on the screen right here. Um, last week of fellowship. Can you put the fellowship meetings one? The one that's golden, like yellow golden? After this, I will pray. Uh, we'll be praying at the venue. Yes, it's yeah. Just to make sure that we build up and have something. So, no, no. Put the actual graphic that shows the times of our fellowship meetings. Hallelujah. There we go. So this is our last week. Um, we have Minister Rest on Mondays, because it's school on Thursdays. That's going to be during our prayer stretch, the one where corpses. PHB on Saturday at the very end. Hope your corpse is there too. And um, afternoon watches every day. Then can you put underwater on the screen as well? You can tell we're taking this corpse thing very seriously, right? Living sacrifices. So from now until the immersion will be fasting, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., amen? You know what fasting means, right? That means no food. <laughs> it doesn't mean walking very briskly. Hallelujah. Fasting means you're not eating food. Just to get your wandering. Amen. So please, you want to volunteer yourself. Amen. And you want to give a love offering. This is for the lives of many young people. It won't cost you. When, I, when you put these things in, in check and you see, I just spend one night and I pray in the Holy Ghost for how many hours and the people's lives will be changed. It doesn't, the weight is not, do you get what I'm saying? It's almost like you're cheating at life. Let us cheat and end this thing. Hallelujah. So please, um, we ha we're fasting 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We have vigils every Friday from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. If you come for the prayer stretches, you'll be a part of the vigils. We're just going to be praying stretch, hallelujah, in the Holy Spirit for the glory of God to be made tangibly manifest. Then we have weekly prayers during the afternoon watch from 2 p.m. till 4 p.m., hallelujah. We end prayers on the 11th of December. So that's right at the end of the prayer stretch, officially with this moniker. From then, the next week is prayers at the venue, hallelujah. 
Then we also have our prayers for Nigeria. Can you put that on the screen? Prayers for Nigeria happens every day from 7 till 7.30 a.m. After um, Chris, yes, the morning watch. Hallelujah. They can't put the watch schedule on the screen. Morning watch happens from 6 a.m. till 7 a.m. Amen. The church I would call the house of prayer. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid if you see lots of prayer meetings happening. It's what the Bible says. It's what you should be doing also. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining us, beloved. Hope you were blessed. If you've been fasting with us as a wrong flyer, you can break your fast. Hallelujah. And, and go and rejoice. Sorry? Those that have been fasting, well, you're supposed to have been fasting, hallelujah. But anyways, those who have been fasting, <laughs> you can break your fast now. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining us, beloved. We really appreciate all of your sacrifice and your effort. Thank you so much for being a part of all of this. Hallelujah. Jesus loves you, and your reward is straight in heaven. Hallelujah. It's great in heaven, not straight in heaven. <laughs> hallelujah. This is the wrong flyer for watches, by the way. No, Hosa was here during the Watchman Conference. Yes. Well, it's your first time in PHB since, right? Wait a second. He almost dodged. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, can we welcome Ehosa back to Lagos? Yay! Ehosa is Pastor Philip Hoko's son. Hallelujah. Pastor Hoko is an elder in the house. Can we just welcome him, make him feel loved like we've never seen him before? What's your name again, Mr. Ehosa? <laughs> Hallelujah. Good to have you, bro. Welcome. Then, for those who fasted, there's fruits here for myself. For those of you that fasted, there's fruits for me. I'm coming once I go. Let me get my fruit. We'll collect for one of the elders in the, in, uh, the cloud of witnesses. What? I'm collecting for an elder in the, in the cloud of witnesses.